Okay, welcome. Another episode of Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights here with Joe Davis. Got baseball cards. We're going to talk about uh, the new normal in uh, in the uh, local card shop and how Joe is uh, making his uh, store, his shop, uh, friendly to customers as well as employees because uh, we're living in times that uh, require uh, some uh, extra precautions. So first, thanks to sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggs & Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. Every sponsor has been greatly impacted by the COVID-19 and the uh, the uh, shelter in place, which is uh, still uh, for most of the country. So, Joe, welcome to the show. And how are you, uh, as, a, as a very responsible and as the listeners found out, very ethical uh, uh, card shop owner, uh, veteran, uh, what are you doing to uh, respond to this uh, situation? Uh, it's great to be back, Jim. Um, for us, it's been... It started off, we knew it was going to be a challenge. And, you know, one of my favorite things to do is hang out with my customers and talk to them and see them and have a great time with them. So it uh, it was a difficult decision, but we felt like it was a prudent decision. We actually closed. We've been closed for, I think this is our seventh week now. And uh, we are going back based upon what's going on in our state in Georgia. Uh, we're located out in Loganville, a little east of Atlanta. We are going back to curbside pickup starting today. Um but we're trying to be very careful with that. We're, we're recommending to customers to either place an order on our website or give us a call. And, you know, we, we will bring their product out contact free and you know, give them their order and they can give us credit card over the phone or send us PayPal or whatever. We don't really have a timetable yet for reopening. I talked to a, another local store. He's in the same boat. He just said he doesn't feel comfortable yet. Um, we have discussed internally uh, some things we might do, maybe shrink, shrink our retail area a little bit. And uh, part of my vision is maybe create like a, I don't know if you have quick trips out there, Dallas, but, but basically a, a, a quick trip for cards where they can, customers can come in, get their supplies and boxes quickly. But uh, for now, we're going to have to kind of change the environment where it's not, hey, I'm going to come and hang out and look through your 50 cent boxes for three hours. So, uh, you know, there's a balance in protecting everyone else and still providing good service. So that that's a challenge. So most of your uh, drive up and, uh, uh, pickup, it can't be browsing, I guess. It's got to be something that they know it's largely unopened or supplies or you know, what's right. the, the, the mix right. of your business? Yeah, I mean, we do put a lot of, uh, I was talking to uh, the guy who handles our website here. I said, you know, we've got to really ramp up our inventory on the site. We've started adding a lot of graded singles on our site. Of course, on eBay, we have about 650,000 items so they can shop with us there. For singles, we'll pull the order and they can pick that up. But as, as far as like phone-in orders, it's mainly going to be boxes and supplies. And uh, which is the main thing. I mean, that's a, the biggest percentage of our retail sales is unopened boxes. And uh, with, with the lack of new product, we have we have blown through a lot of old inventory over the last few weeks. So I, I'm, as I've, I've told one of my employees the other day, I said, for me, it's more critical that grading companies and card companies get get back to normal than we do in our own state, because we need cards coming back from grading and we need product coming from companies. What uh, you know, part of the fun of the of the hobby of the industry is the the sense of community, and the LCS is right at the at the center of that. And so, uh, until there's an aspect of congregating or convening or coming together and browsing in the shop, I mean, how are you know? It just it doesn't feel it feels antiseptic, I guess, which or sterile, which <laughs> sterile would be good. You're not going to get infected, but you're also not going to have the, the the full experience, the full enjoyment. So yeah, that's that's been tough. Um, because our customers, I've had some say, we can't wait to get back and look through those boxes. But we're like, we got to keep it safe. Like, I'm sorry, you know, we can't provide that. And, and I talked to another friend and he said he's opening, but he literally is putting tarps over all of his singles boxes. 
to say, sorry, these are off limits for now. Even uh, so, with even with gloves. Even with gloves, yeah. Wow. Just, 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 and so browsing say, is not welcome. And so, and what about the uh, the uh, restaurants in Texas are opening uh, with twenty five percent maximum occupancy, so one in every four tables. Do you have uh, uh, is anything like that going on in Georgia, or, or do you have uh, are you would you allow ten people in at one time, or anything like that uh, going forward? Uh, ten would be a would be a stretch because I don't think we could we could maintain safe distancing. We, even though we have a ten thousand foot building, most of it's dedicated to our online. Um, we have discussed the possibility and I've talked to some other owners about maybe going to an appointment basis um, so that people can come in, not feel like they have to be around anyone else, but they can shop freely for 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. And almost go into like a doctor schedule and say, you know, your, your time is your window is from 10 to 10, 15 and yours is 10, 15, 10, 30. So all options are on the table and we're just trying to weigh, we're trying to monitor what's going on in our state, how things are working for other businesses that are, they're trying to maintain a retail presence with social distancing um, and make the, the best decision for our employees and our customers. And uh, we're just trying not to rush that. So that's why we're just going to curbside for now. Wow. But the next phase though, when people are allowed in the store, I mean, I just remember back in the day and it's been what, 40 years since I've been a, a store owner, but I remember people, you know, moms dropping off their son mm-hmm. and uh, coming back after lunch or whatever those days, I don't think that's going to happen. You're talking about not just an appointment like a doctor's appointment for when to come, but when you have to leave, you you're, you can come. And if somebody says, hey, I want to come from 10 to 12, what are you going to say? No deal? Um, for now, I, I, we're just praying, hoping customers will be understanding that our goal is to offer good service to as many customers as possible in a limited amount of time each day. So Right now, we're doing curbside for four hours a day to try to compress that, too. Because we did it Saturday, and I told my wife I felt like a sonic car hop. I was running back <laughs> and forth between cars. And uh, I'd get up there, and somebody's like, no, I don't really want that one. Can you go see if you got this one? And I had one customer. I literally ran back and forth three times to the store and back to his car with different products. But, you know, made us, made us you know, we it, our customers know that we'll bend over backwards to try to take care of. And that this is just a new way we're learning how to do that. Especially, and, you know, you have a great reputation, Joe, but I just was thinking – is it in your best interest? Because you know, in the in in the the world of social media, people uh, pick fights or criticize things. Would you get more criticism uh, a month from now if you are extra strict or extra loose? If you're extra strict, if these are the rules and therefore the protection of all, uh, does that win you points? Or is it? I mean, if you just say, "Hey, come on, anybody, want to stay as long as you want," that maybe makes people think you don't care or that you care about only making money or, uh, and you're not caring about the safety of your employees and all that. So being extra strict might be positive. Yeah. And, and honestly, as many years as I've been in it, I know you understand this. I can't make, we don't make decisions based upon what somebody's going to say about us on social media, but you know, we, we have to do, I have to make prayerful decisions that I believe are in the best interest of employees and customers. And if that means I stay closed for another six weeks, to retail, if it means that we open tomorrow, you know, I, I've got to make what I believe is that I have a piece about doing and some some people are going to complain one way or the other. You know, if we let too many in, they're going to complain. We don't open soon enough, they're going to complain. So I have to just have a piece about it that this is what I believe is the right thing to do in the moment. Well, I agree with what you're saying, but the, the only thing I would add to that is that sometimes uh, in business, I learned based on the quality and direction of the predominant criticism that I received. If people are criticizing you for caring too much about your employees and putting in too many safeguards for your customers, 
I'd, I'd love to receive that criticism. Exactly. So that's, it's just tricky. You know, that yeah. I, I don't think people are going to feel safe going into something that we were talking about 25%, uh, you know, before, you know, before pre COVID, you know, people would look at, you know, walk up to a restaurant if it's crowded, they say, wow, I want to get a table. I want to get in there and then stand in line. Now, if you go to a restaurant, if it's crowded, let's go to this other restaurant that's not crowded. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's upside down. It's upside yeah. down. Yeah. Um, and so are you making, are you, you know, I'm a numbers guy, but I'm not really a big uh, financial spreadsheet guy. Are you making projections for, uh, for, uh, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter? I mean, you, uh, what encouragement could you give to other uh, card shop uh, owners or, or uh, customers that any kind of normalcy, is it going to take a, a vaccine or a cure or, uh, or, or is it going to play out? Are you expecting the, the Christmas to be more normal? Well, certainly we're all praying for, for both a vaccine and, and a cure, you know, but as far as the industry goes, um, I told somebody, I told my wife this last week, I said, I feel as busy as we have been since this started. Um, I feel like we, the feel for me is that we're in the most recession proof industry out there for now. My online, our online sales, um, are up over a hundred percent in the last, uh, 45 days. I mean, right as, as I speak right now, a Monday morning on the 4th, we are about 400 orders behind in shipping, which is a wonderful thing. We'll get it done, but it's just a constant flow. I mean, we have, you know, at any given time, we have several hundred orders to get pulled and we have several hundred emails to answer and dozens of phone calls to get back to. And I finally just had to put an autoresponder on eBay. Like we're slammed. We're doing the best we can. We're, we'll get back to you as quickly as we can. But what I, we, I was so concerned when this started that we were going to see a huge drop off. And we've seen just the opposite because when a huge percentage of the country is sitting at home and they have their laptop in front of them and they still want and they can't watch sports and they can't play fantasy sports, this is an outlet for them. And so I think that's part of the reason we're seeing such an uptick in sales on veterans, the guys that they remember, the, you know, the guy that they long for the, the joy of watching Jordan in the past or, you know, uh, Jeter, whatever. So I think that's another another driving force we're seeing right now. So, yeah, I'm not I'm, my projections. I mean, the hobby to me, uh, is still incredibly strong. There's still incredible demand. There's still pre-sales on upcoming products is incredibly strong. So, yeah. I mean, I, overall, I have not seen a dip at all. Well, we're almost out of time because time, we're trying to stay with a 15-minute episode. But uh, did you, uh, two last things. One, did you notice, I perceived that in the a few days after the last basketball game, which I actually attended, that that next week was slow. Yes. And then about a week later, all of a sudden people said, oh, wait a minute, I can just, I can still buy cards. I can still sell cards. And so there was like a week of, of what's going to happen here, a little bit of pessimism, and then the floodgates uh, just went open. Anyway, last question, uh, again, to be encouraging to other uh, local card shops and customers is that uh, it's, to me, it's never too late to do the right thing. And the right thing for a card shop is if you're, if you're not having a pretty strong uh, digital uh, initiative and thrust in your business, you're really missing out. That's really what's allowed you to, it, it takes some organization uh, and it, it takes some foresight, but uh, what, what's your encouragement to another card shop or somebody, uh, a customer? It, you certainly don't think it's too late if somebody has a card shop and they're not selling on eBay or ComC or sending in stuff to PSA or BGS or SGC. Right. They, they're, it's never too late to start doing the right thing. Would you agree? Uh, no, yeah, I say every day, right, for a local card shop owner, every day is a new opportunity. Whether you have a customer coming in that day or not, whether you have a single, every day is an opportunity to grow your presence. Every day is an opportunity to, to organize 
your shop. I mean, whatever there, there's always, you know, there's never a day they should wake up and go, well, customers can't come in the store today. I guess there's not much to do. I mean, we have been working behind the scenes. We're about to launch a whole new version of our website. Um, we've been working on, uh, we just launched our own uh, podcast for sports cards. There's so many things, there's so many opportunities out there. Uh, I mean, I've spent much of yesterday, uh, last night, I pre-graded several hundred cards to send off to grading companies because there's so much demand for Jordans and a lot of other veterans back in the 90s. So uh, there is always an opportunity. There's always something to do. I, I actually hired an old friend to come back and start helping. So I, instead of laying people off, I've actually added people since this started. So uh, there's and, and without being open for the last seven weeks now. I wanted to leave on a stop on an encouraging note. But uh, last thing, you're, uh, how can people find your new podcast? Uh, just search for The Collector and The Dealer. Uh, we're on Spotify, uh, Google, I mean, where else we've been at. We just launched first, we uh, air new episodes every Thursday morning, working with uh, local radio host, Chuck Oliver here in the Atlanta market, well known for his uh, expertise in college football. And so we're doing uh, about a 30 minute show every Thursday, the collector and the dealer. Uh, count me in. I'll be a subscriber. Uh, always enjoy talking to Joe Davis, got baseball cards. Thanks listeners. Be back tomorrow with uh, another episode and uh, continue to enjoy.